you're listening to the 7200 Seconds Podcast with Coach Dante and Key. Tune in right now. Yo, yo, what is up? What is up? And it's me, it's me, it's Key. We're back. We're in the building with another episode of the 7200 Seconds Podcast. I got my guy, Coach Dante, is always here in the building. What's going on, Coach? What's going on? Another week, another day passed by. I'm ready. Ready to get into it. Oh, yeah, we got some good things to talk about. We got some bad things to talk about. Um, but one thing I can say, Coach, we at episode 70. We are at episode 70. We are 30 episodes away from 100. Remember, Jersey giveaway at a 100. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, but uh, how was your week so far last week? Like, how was your weekend? Man, my week is always great, man. My week is always good, man. I go out every week having a good week, happy, and just excited to watch sports and watch basketball, baseball, playoffs, and, you know, NFL. I go by every week looking for something to uh, watch, college and all that. My week has been awesome. Good, good, good. But we're going to get in down to the nitty-gritty of things. We're going to get right into the injury report. Um, of course, you know, I always got graphics and crap ready for stuff like this, but I can never get to it because I'm always doing something before I get on here. But anyway, we got the injury report. Uh, we got Justin Jefferson to the IR. He's going to be out at least four games with Dan Hammy. Um, we're going to talk about Minnesota. Uh, Devin uh, A-Chain, he's out for a couple of weeks as well with a knee injury. James Conner just got put on the injured list um, as well for the knee uh, Matt Milano, uh, Vera Tucker for the Jets, they're all out and injured. And then Landon Vander Ash, um, for the six weeks. I, I can't, I mean, Vander Ash can't catch a break. Uh, Justin Jefferson, that's definitely a hurt piece. Uh, but let's get into some headlines here before we get down. Into oh, I, I want, I got something that I got to get off. Uh, I haven't forgotten about this, so. Uh, hold on. Before you get to that, we do got to go into the chat. We we got some okay. people in here already. Uh, Jury, what is going on? Jury is here. Got your boy Karan Roy. He's in the building. Daniel Barry is always. Chris, what is going on, man? Appreciate you being here with us. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Vic, what's going on? Again, we live on the Sports Wave Network. So if y'all had not yet subscribed, links is in the description. As well as myself and Coach Dante's channel. If you need some merch, support us. Again, we don't ask. If you want to support us, you can. You got coaches. Coach Dante has his own shirt, my shirt as well, and the 7200 seconds. So make sure y'all check that out. Mo, what is going on? Coach is sounding off. What are we sounding off about, Coach? Well, we're going to go to a certain spot where it's always familiar. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. I know, you know, I was uh, about to say this last week, last week before I got uh, under the weather. Now I get a chop, I feel a way lot better. I'm a hundred percent of myself now. So now I get the, uh, I'm not going to go out a lot, but it's something I got to discuss. It's something that, that was brought up about James Harden. You know, he did come to training camp. He did come to training camp. If you guys really don't know that, uh, it was rumored that he wasn't coming to training camp that he didn't want to play for the Sixers. And I still don't think he wants to play for the Sixers. But what I'm going to say right here, that James Harden is only there because he wants to get paid. James Harden is only there because he wants to get paid. Uh, he is just not there because he's he, want, he, does, he wants to be there. He is there so he won't lose any type of money. Those of y'all that don't know, why? what makes you think James Harden is going to go on national television and call his favorite goddamn GM 
Daryl Morey a liar and he would never play for this guy because you know what he, you know what Daryl Morey did? He promised that damn man his money. He was going to give him his money. But all you did, James Harden took a, you know what James Harden took a pay cut for, uh, Mo? You know what he took a pay cut for? He took a pay cut just to get a $33 million washed up P.J. Tucker who can only shoot from the corner. He took a pay cut to get a Daniel House. That's what James Harden literally took a pay cut for, to improve the team just to get the Philadelphia Rockets. The 2017 Houston Rockets that would have probably went to the finals if Chris Paul didn't get hurt that year, who we would never know that at that point. But missing 27 goddamn straight shots doesn't excuse that, make no excuses up on that part. But that's what James Harden took a pay cut for. And now he shits the bed in game seven. Joel Embiid, your top five superstar, your MVP, he shits the bed. Now all of a sudden, they're more like, uh-oh, I don't think paying them his money now is a good idea. Uh, you go out there and get Kelly Oubre. I like that move. Kelly, Kelly Oubre can stay healthy. Uh, he's fine. He's really good. He can be 20. He was a 20-point per game score in Charlotte and Phoenix and all of that. But mostly because Charlotte is not a good basketball team at all. So you average 20 points on a bad football team, on a bad basketball team. You get uh, you know, uh Patrick Beverly, who does get add some defense on the team, but nothing special. But at, at the end of the day, all I, I got a message from Philadelphia. James Harden, it's gonna be a time he's gonna nut up. He's gonna be. He's gonna nut up. Get this man up out of there quick, fast, in a hurry. He's only. He's gonna pretend he's gonna be happy. He's gonna be. He's gonna pretend he's gonna be happy. But at the same time, the Sixers need to get James Harden up out of that quick, fast, in a hurry before James Harden get up on one of those another temper temper tantrums. Because I know this man. This man has tendencies to do that. But other than that, um, Dal Morey, um, he's not. James Harden wasn't gonna get paid by no other team. He was not going to get paid by no other team in the offseason, even if he became a free agent. So James Harden, at the end of the day, it's also his fault because he opted in. He knew he didn't want to be there. He could have just opted out. He could have just he could have just went and been a free agent. But right now, the Sixers have a chance to get the pieces for him, get something back for him. But other than that, and I, I want to commend my Houston Rockets for not trading him where he wants to go. And you see what the spot we in right now in a position where we can make a play in tournament. So I applaud Raphael Stone for not trading James Harden where he wants to go because he didn't want to end up in Philadelphia. The Rockets ended up sitting, ended up sending him to Brooklyn. And after Brooklyn experiment failed, after Brooklyn experiment failed, that's what the Rockets cashed in on getting those picks back. So other than that, but James Harden, his value has decreased and all that. He's still going to average about 19 to 10 assists a game. But Let's see what team is going to gamble up on him, and that's what I have to say about that. But Daryl Moy promised that man his money. He promised that man his money. He definitely did. So that's all I got to say about that. All right, Coach, going in on uh, James Harden. I, I'm, I'm over it. He, he gets traded. He don't. Oh, well, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. Not making any excuses. Moses not making any excuses. Yeah, he did. He did. He told him. He definitely told yeah. him he was going to give him his money. That was that was the issue. That was the deal. Mm -hmm. James Harden took a pay cut, and they did with exactly what he did. What he was told, and um, he he took a pay cut for a goddamn PJ Tucker who got thirty three million dollars, who got thirty three goddamn mil in a Daniel House. He took a pay cut for that. 
He took a pay cut. And you know, James Harden don't take pay cuts. He normally don't take pay. He don't take all his money. He don't take all his money. That's the first time ever he took a goddamn pay cut. But he took a pay cut for $33 uh, million down goddamn P.J. Tucker and a Daniel House. And now, all of a sudden, you know what type of playoff performer he is. All of a sudden, you want to backtrack, not want to get a man his money, not think he's not going to be happy about his money. Come on. There ain't no way in the world you tell me James Harden is going to. They had the best relationship. They had the best relationship. James Harden asked for Doc Rivers. Uh, he wanted Doc Rivers to fight it out. What Darryl Moore did, fired him without knowing. He fired him without it, 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 it was time to Doc to go anyway. It was time it was for him to go but James Harden wanted him fired and he fired the man. He went on to fire the man for James Harden. And he definitely told James Harden he was going to give him his money and he backtracked. And James Harden went on national TV, which is he got fined for for saying for saying what he said. And I would have did the same goddamn thing too. You don't tell me. You don't tell me you're going to pay me. You don't pay me. You don't play with the you don't play with nobody's money. No, you definitely don't. But um Van Jefferson got traded to Atlanta. We all know what's going on with we all know what's going on with the Rams situation. They they got a stacked receiver room when it comes to Puka Nakoa, uh the rookie. You got Tutu Atwell and you got our Cooper Cup back. Where is Van Jefferson going to fit at? So he gets traded to Atlanta. Do you like that move? I mean I'm okay with the move, but not so excited about it. Um, I think he can fit in as a number three wide receiver for Atlanta. I think he can come in as a number three. I think Drake London uh, is is uh, is their number one wide receiver. Uh, you definitely got Kyle Pitts involved in the Texans game a lot. Uh, and it's also um, helps uh, one of the up-and-coming receivers, like Vic said, Tutu Atwell as well. So, uh, again, uh, he's getting some um, – He's getting a lot of burn. So, again, uh, Van Jefferson can be a number three over there. He fits well for a, a number three wide receiver over there. Uh, or he can be a number two. I'm not impressed with Matt Hollins. I think, think Matt Hollins is out there. He's just big. He's just big big as hell out there. But I think he can by far probably become a number two. But he's definitely going to get some uh, burn over there. It's still a mystery why they got they went out and got Kyle Pitts. It was a, it was a want pick. It wasn't a need pick. They didn't need a Kyle Pitts. They wanted him. I always say, don't draft on what you want. You, you, if you're going to draft and you had that good high position, you draft what you need. And tight end, it wasn't what they needed. Um, the Jets is looking to, to get McCall Hardman. Would that help for the Jets? Well, if Zach Wilson can get them receivers to football, if he can get them to football, it will work. If he can get them to football, but if Zach Wilson can, is inconsistent, it won't work. And no matter what type of receivers you, you have, if you don't got the quarterback that can get you to football, then that won't matter. That won't matter. I think it adds a little bit of uh, speed to the offense. The quarterback got to be better. The quarterback got to be better. That's the problem. The quarterback got to be better. Like I say it all the time. If that quarterback is not good, then I don't care how many receivers, I don't care how good of a receivers you have. I don't care how many receivers you have. Hey, it ain't, it ain't gonna work. The quarterback is not good. Yeah, nobody thought that Atlanta would be three and two right now. Like Mo said, their defense is not that not that bad. Um getting into last night's game. It was the Green Bay Packers going up against the Las Vegas Raiders in Allegiant Stadium. And I picked Green Bay, of course, thinking Green Bay was going to win this game and shocked the hell out of me they didn't. So Green Bay loses this game. 
17 to 13. Jordan Love didn't have a great a great game. Uh, I mean, barn wise, he was 16 to 30, 182, three interceptions. AJ Dillon, no uh Aaron Jones. So AJ Dillon was getting most of the carries, 20 carries, 76 yards and a touchdown. Leading receiver was Christian Watson on three catches, 91 yards. Luke Musgrave got six catches, 34 yards. Um Jaden Reed was involved a little bit. Romeo Dobbs really didn't do much. Um, Defensive-wise, they got four sacks on uh, Garoppolo. But the Raiders, they somehow pulled it off. 22-31, 208 for Garoppolo, a pick and an interception. He did get sacked three times. Josh Jacobs also carried the ball 20 times, 69 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jacoby Myers was your leading receiver, seven catches, 75 yards. Devontae Adams, only four catches from Devontae. But when it counted, Devontae Adams caught, uh, you know, a key a key catch. Uh, Michael Meredith, tight end, rookie tight end, two catches, 39 yards. Josh Jacobs got five catches for 20 yards. Devontae, what the hell happened in this game? Joy Love fucking stunk. <laughs> what the hell happened? He stunk. In the game, that would happen. That would happen to the Packers. He stunk. Romeo Dobbs had one. I don't know how many catches Romeo Dobbs had, but with, with that's the problem. Jordan Love stunk in this game. And Jordan Love got an interesting stat up on, on here. This is why they call me the sports library, and I'm going to tell you this. Jordan Love is 0 of 20 on passes over 20 yards. That's a horrible stat. That's crazy. Jordan Love cannot push the ball up the field at all. Uh, That play, when it was uh third, I believe it was four. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I believe it was third down. It was 17-13. Romeo Dobbs did drop a pass. That would have been a first down, and he could have also got up out of bounds on that pass, so he did drop a pass pretty much, and Romeo Dobbs haven't gotten the ball pretty much. One catch throughout the whole game, that's unacceptable, but other than that, uh, he did drop a catch. But the very next play, Christian Watson was wide open. He beats his man off the line of scrimmage. He immediately puts his hands up. Jordan Love waits to until the man gets in the end zone, he moves out of the pocket towards his left. He lobs it up, and it ends up turning into a damn interception where he should have hit him earlier when Christian Watson had his hands up. He clearly beat the guy up off the line of scrimmage. Uh, number number twenty one clearly fell for the uh fell for the fate. Jordan Love goes to the left. He allowed the DB to recover and catch the interception. And the second interception, he had no business throwing. Marcus Peters is all over that damn wide receiver. You still decide to throw it, and it ends up a tip, in, tip interception. So other than that, John Love stunk. Packers defense did all they could, uh, did all they could to keep the offense going. I thought AJ Dillon had a gr- did a good job yesterday. Did a good job yesterday in running the ball. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo also made a big mistake in the game, but he also made throws he needed to make. Uh, and Devontae Adams, you know, uh, didn't have a, a okay game. Uh, he did what he could, but Jacoby Myers stepped up. Jacoby Myers, Michael Mayer, they stepped up. You had receivers that stepped up uh, when uh, Devontae Adams, you know, was uh, was getting covered. And there was some time throughout formations that Devontae Adams, they would scheme Devontae Adams uh, off of Jair Alexander, which I thought that was a good game plan. But Jair came down to the running game and the Las Vegas Raiders defense uh, that won them this football game. And the Las Vegas Raiders defense, Matt Crosby, was getting after it last night, man. So you got to give greatest credit to the defense. So don't think that Raiders defense uh good at all. I just think Jordan Love cost the uh them got the Packers the football game. He definitely 
cost them that football game last night. Jordan Love was the reason why the Packers lost that football game. Man, I thought they was going to pull one out. Because, you know, both teams wasn't looking that great. You know, the Raiders is the Raiders. I said I wasn't going to pick the Raiders no more and no more stuff. I don't know. Coming in the next week's game, I don't know. I mean, next, this week's picks, we'll see. Am I picking the Raiders this week? But Jordan Love, man, Jordan Love. Or is he the long-term success for the Packers? Do you no, think they're going to no, no. go out and draft another QB? I think I think it's by possible. You, you, you could draft another QB. Give him some quarterback competition back there. I don't think he's a he's a long term answer. I mean, you're you're that you 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 posted you Jordan Love supposed to come in and have this big strong arm. You're supposed to be Aaron Rodgers' successor. But guess what? Like I've been saying all along, I see why he hasn't been on the field. Why he hasn't played? Why it took longer for him to even play? You see why it took longer for him to get on the field when he has gotten on the field? That game against the Chiefs that he had to start. Did not look good. Did not look good against the Chiefs that regular season game when Aaron Rodgers was out with Kovic and stuff. So the opportunities that he did get didn't look good in him. Now he gets a full year. He doesn't look good in these opportunities. So this could be Jordan Love last year being a starting quarterback, or you can either get uh, uh, draft the quarterback uh, in the in, in a NFL draft. But I don't think get, that would be. Huh? They did get Sean Clifford. John Clipper, oh, oh, at least give him an opportunity, but uh, we'll see how bad the Packers. It's gonna be depend on how bad Jordan Love is, which is, he was bad last night, and how bad the Packers is. I don't think that would be bad for a top pick in the draft to get a quarterback. I don't think that would be bad enough to do that, but I think they will be uh, if they uh, bad enough, they can get a middle round pick and they can somehow go for you know a Michael Penix or a Quinn Ewers or something like that. It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, let's see Green Bay's next games because we already know they're they're. I don't have them winning the North. I, I got, got the I got the uh, the Lions winning the North. It's the Lions division to lose right now. But Green Bay's next slate of games, I'm sure, is not the best. So you got the Broncos, Lord Jesus. You got the Broncos, the Vikings, the Rams, the Steelers, the Chargers, and then you got the Lions again, and then they play the Chiefs. I mean, it's, it's favorable games they could win. They could beat Denver. They can beat Minnesota without a Justin Jefferson, possibly. Maybe the Rams. Um, but I, I we, we don't know. The North, I mean, it could be up for grabs, but I got the Lions taking that division. We don't know what the Bears are going to do either. Are they going? Are they trying to turn the season around, you know, beating the bricks off? Not beating the bricks off of Washington, but um, D.J. Moore, Catching the way he was catching, but um, but yeah, but Green Bay, we'll see what your QB situation is going to be. Um, I don't know if, if Sean Cook is even, I think they didn't they put him on the uh, the IR or something like that. Uh, so I don't even know if he's available, if God forbid, if something was to happen to uh, Jordan Love. Um, but before we get into the topics and the nitty-gritty of the NFL part, Coach, you was gone last week, so I know you got your top 10. You got your you got your top five from last week and this week put in it. So we got a special coaches list for today, y'all, with the top 10 uh greatest performances. Uh old man, what is going on? You might want to stay in because we got to talk about your Patriots. Uh, so you know, get get you a snack, get you a beverage. But, Coach, who's number one today on your list? Well, number 10, you know, we had the WNBA Finals. Uh, the Aces win game one. They dominate in the second half. And a big part of that domination 
You have Kelsey Plum at number 10, uh, 26 points, five rebounds for uh, Kelsey. Kelsey definitely is a big part of the Las Vegas Aces and what they definitely do. So uh, congratulations to Kelsey Plum uh, for uh, coming number 10 on my list. Um, Dylan Gabriel, Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma. Had an exciting game against my Texas Longhorns. Got to give him credit. Got to give credit where credit due. He was really good, man. He was great in that game. Led a game-winning drive uh, in regulation. Uh, pretty much uh, running, uh, throwing. Dylan Gabriel, 285 passing yards. A touchdown, 14 carries, 113 yards for Dylan Gabriel. Definitely did good. Uh, on the losing end, I got two of my guys. Jonathan Brooks, uh, the running back, was actually phenomenal in this game. Uh, 22 carries, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Number seven, Jordan Winnington, 10 catches, 115 yards. They both definitely put in work. Xavier Worthy almost got in this list, but I thought uh, Jordan Winnington, uh, Jordan Winnington uh, catches and his ability to be a duck productive was very was so much more than uh, you know. Um, Xavier Worthy, by the way, who may be a first-round pick in the, in the NFL draft coming up for uh, Xavier Worthy. Uh, number six, Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors, um, uh, uh, receiver out of LSU, six uh, catches, uh, 146 yards, and a touchdown for the help the LSU Tigers come back and on the road and beat the Missouri uh, Tigers. So good job by Malik Neighbors. So we get to the top five. And I know I know this guy personally. I, I don't think y'all know if I know this guy personally. Watched him in Little League, fastest guy in Little League, and he was and he was a dog in Little League. And we're talking about that running back uh out of uh Miami, Devon A Chain. Devon A Chain. Uh what a great game, man. He's been killing it. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Uh 11 carries, 151 yards. And a touchdown for Devon A. Chain, man. Knowing he played for he played played 25 minutes away from house. Watched him in Lily, watched him in high school. Very good. Number four, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, 17 of 24, uh, 252 yards. Four touchdowns for Brock Purdy on the Dallas Cowboys. Godly, that was a butt spanking. They put them on their lap and spanked that behind, man. Godly, man. Got hurt that 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 felt bad. And number three, me and Mo boy, Mo, we got our boy, Big Dick. Preseason game coming up. We talking about one of the futures of the NBA. Your boy, Big, our boy, Big Dick. That's it. Y'all don't know who Big Dick is. That's the new nickname for Victor Wendy Yama, man. Big Vic, man. Uh, twenty points, twenty points, five rebounds for Big Vic, right there. Oh, Big Vic. There we go. And number two. We got Check Holmgren. Check Holmgren. That was a great battle last night. Uh, 21 points, nine rebounds. Check Holmgren did bulk up a little bit more. Did bulk up a lot. Got a little bigger. Uh, that was a great big man battle. And number one on the list is DJ Moore from the uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, what a game he had Thursday night. Uh, eight catches, 230 receiving yards, and three touchdowns. For DJ Moore, that is the coach's top 10 list. Uh, the first ever special, like he said, special edition, top 10. You know, I was out, out cold last week. So, hey, we made a special edition, top 10. Yeah, and it's going to be My God, it should have been, <laughs> been four tubs. The, the ref called him out out of bounds. 
but it should have been four Look, DJ Moore gave me 99 fantasy points. 99 fantasy points. So I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Don't be don't be yelling at the look. I know my side is dark. So look, this will have. I'm gonna explain why I'm in the dark right now. No, I did pay my light bill, but I didn't know my ceiling fan didn't take regular light bulbs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I, I gotta buy the, the little special light bulbs for the ceiling fan. Never knew that. So um Ern said, I don't know. He said, Big Vic sounds a little bit too close to something else. Ah, good. Mo said, uh, I mean, uh, Mo said, Great List. And uh, Ern said, DJ Moore made it was something. Leader. It was something I was watching the other day on Ern. It was a YouTube short that Ray the Critique played. And he went off on that uh, YouTube short. Ern tried to tell him, Ray, I told y'all about this goddamn coach. Tried to tell y'all nobody want to let Nobody wanted to listen to him. Nobody wanted to listen to him. Ern, like Ern said, he tried to tell y'all about Josh McDummy. Y'all didn't want to listen to him. Me and Key was the first two to notice that when he when he said he told y'all about that. I forget who live we was in. But Ern <laughs> said it on the camera. On the screen. On camera. He had to argue. He, he said, no I, no. no, I don't like him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's get down. Uh, to the nitty gritty thing, of course, old man knows all about Josh. He he was he was he was with he was with the uh, <laughs> yeah. he was with the uh, you know he had him. All right, so if you get down the nitty gritty things here uh, in the NFL, Brock Purdy, Mo Mo's guy, Mo Mo's QB because he's a 49ers fan. Is Brock Purdy or should Brock Purdy be in the MVP conversation? Should Brock Purdy be in the MVP conversation? He's playing like the MVP conversation. And right now it's early in the season. He's playing like one, man. So he's playing like one. So if people wanted to put him in the discussion, I wouldn't be upset, man. He's he's taking care of the ball pretty good. He's not making mistakes. Um, 49ers are dynamic, man. They're running the ball and they're passing the ball at a high rate. And Brock Purdy, you know, it's more athletic than you think, but most importantly, he's taking care of the football. So uh, I think he should be in talks of the MVP discussion early on, right now. It may slip. He may uh he may have some struggles uh later during the season, but right now he's playing some good football and he should be talked about as of right now. I mean, a man's ten to know. If you want to go back towards last season and into this season, he hasn't lost a game yet. I mean, well, he has lost a game, but you know, he lost the NFC Championship game, but he got knocked out. But he's still been playing lights out. I mean, you at least got to put him in that conversation. 49ers are 5-0 as well. Um, only two teams left. Uh, that's 5-0, and and that's the Eagles and the 49ers. Um, but, no, he's been playing great ball. He's, he's, he's been playing mistake-free uh, football. You know, finding his open man, you know, getting people involved in the ball. The defense is playing great for him. Christian McCaffrey is running his ass off like always. Um so it's not much that Purdy has to do. He not, you know, he he's not really mobile. I mean, he runs when he has to, but all he has to do is sit there and distribute the ball around to where it needs to go. He got yep. the weapons to do so. He got the line. Trent Williams, no matter how bad everybody thinks Trent Williams is attitude-wise, but Trent Williams is still one of the best linemen in this game. So he's getting great protection. So you, you mean you at least gotta put him in the conversation. I'm not saying yeah. he's the front runner, but you still gotta add him in the 
uh, in a conversation. I had a conversation, but his numbers don't blow you away. His mutant power is not turning over the ball. There you go, exactly. Um, Ern said Purdy, all he had to, exactly not mess up, just manage the game. Um, and you know, his team will take him elsewhere. Again, you got Ayuk, Debo, uh, um, Christian McCaffrey, and one other person. Not too many teams use fullbacks, but use check. He always gets the ball, he always wants to play. the best fullback in the game, man. He's I'm, the best fullback right now. It was Daryl Johnston for the Cowboys. You got Kyle Yuschek for yep. the San, San Fran. Like, he, he's always in the play. He's always going to touch the ball somehow, some way. He gets you a touchdown, but he's always um, in the mix somehow. Um, and San Fran always utilized their, their fullback. Yeah. The, the uh, Bengals. Joe Barrett said, hold up. Y'all thought I was finished? He came out on Sunday and, uh, you know, showed that he's not he's not down and out. Jamar Chase said he's always open. Well, he was he was he was he was finding them Sunday. Do you think that the Bengals are back with this win? I wouldn't say they quietly back yet, but this is uh, an upstart. They still got a tough a tough schedule. You got the uh, Seahawks who can beat them. Who I, uh, who can beat them? You got the 49ers. They got to go to uh, the 49ers as well. So wouldn't say they back. Wouldn't say they back. Of course, it was against Arizona. It was against the Arizona Cardinals and. No uh, disrespect to them. Arizona's been playing some good football. Even though they won, they haven't won. They're one and four. But don't underestimate Arizona, man. Arizona has had some tough games. Outside of the, you can say, the 49ers game. And even they gave 49ers uh, a very good game until the 49ers end up pulling away late. They've been competing, man. They've been competing. So, again, I wouldn't say they're back yet. wouldn't say they're back yet. They still got a tough schedule. But uh, other than that, this is a, a starting point of it, uh, of those two. And it was some frustration boiling over with Jamar Chase as well. So good job for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals getting him involved into the game uh, last weekend. Try to use my dang on light from the phone, but it's all right. Uh, Ernie says that the Raiders and Bears in the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Mike Allstott definitely. Oh, I forgot. I can't forget about Mike. Mike definitely was the uh, fullback for temp Tampa Bay as well. Here we go with the Patriots, old man. You still in here? I know you probably having a heart attack, trying not to drink. But it's Bill on the hot seat. It, 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 should he be booted? No, or? no, no. I just think Bill Belichick. This is one of these situations, man. He did all he could. I mean, he should be able to go out on his own right, man. Like I said, if he wants to retire, he should be able to retire, man. He's like a Mike Tomlin. You don't fire someone like that. That's been a part of your organization that helped you win Super Bowls. I understand the team is bad, as bad as it is. But uh, other than that, he deserves to go out on his own. You know, uh, if he wants to resign, that's what he deserves to do. But other than that, you know, Bob, Robert uh, Kraft, you know, we heard from a nominated source that they don't that he's trying to do whatever it takes to push Bill Belichick up out of there. So maybe that ends up that becomes uh the last straw for Robert Kraft, uh for Robert Kraft right there. But I mean Matt Jones is not a is is an okay quarterback. He's not a great, he's not a very good, he's not even a good quarterback. He's an average quarterback. Uh you don't got the receiving core. Uh Devontae Parker is your oldest wide receiver. Uh Kendrick Bourne is nothing special. So their best weapons is basically they tight end. Um 
Ramondre Stevenson, why is he not getting involved into the game? Because you know why? They're always down. They're down every single time. They're missing Christian Gonzalez, who played well this year, by the way, who's been playing well, who's been playing uh, like a stud rookie so far. Um, they're missing Jared, uh, Matthew Judon. So they're missing everybody on most of their key players on their defense. They're not performing well. But Matt Jones is making critical mistakes, man. It's not like – He's uh, not turned the ball over and they're not playing well. He's making some critical mistakes. They got a quarterback situation over. Then when you bring Baby Zappi in, he's not doing well. He's not making it that much better. So uh, uh, so at the end of the day, the Patriots got a lot of things they got to uh, they gotta be uh, take care of. The offensive line is not good, like old man said. But at the end of the day, Matt Jones, you got to play better. He has not played good. Bailey Zappi, he comes in. He's not playing well. So – I think it's a quarterback situation. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Where's Juju Smith-Schuster at? I thought Juju was back. I told y'all last year that it was goddamn Patrick Mahomes. What is he doing this year? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. His first year, he had Antonio Brown on that other side. On that other side over there, his first year, he comes back. He has two uh, terrible years right after Antonio Brown left. Goes to the Chiefs. All of a sudden, he's a 900-yard wide receiver. You think Juju Shoots Smith Schuster's back. Goes to the Patriots. Where is he now? Nowhere to be found. Also, Bill Belichick is the GM as well. Do you think it's time for him to give up the GM spot? Like, is he not bringing in good quality pieces to this team? Uh, like, like I say, uh, like I say, uh, he's not the best of becoming a, a GM, GM. Uh, but again, uh, Bill Belichick known. It's to getting the best out of players, man, out of uh, less. He's known of getting the best out of less. So whatever, regardless of what it is, just the team is just not built right. It's just not built very good around everything. The team is just bad overall. I mean, can't score on the offensive side of the ball. Then your defense is always on the field, which is that defense is always competitive, but your defense is always on the field. When your quarterbacks are putting putting your uh, defense in terrible situations where they're turning the ball over on the other side of the field. So, again, uh, then you got Bill O'Brien. You got Bill O'Brien over there, the play caller. How's the play calling going on? You don't you probably don't got the players over there. So, other than that, uh, it is what it is. I, I, I just think, like I say, I, I think Bill Belichick deserved to go out on his own path. I don't know what that to say about Robert Kraft, though, is Robert Kraft is going to be okay with that. All right. Old man said it's been time for him to give up the GM, but Bill not going uh, But Bill not going to be a head coach and no GM. Patriots have historically drafted well. I don't know what's been going on lately unless they've been exposed without Brady. I mean, that could be it. Um you know, Belichick still is the mastermind. He still is the GOAT when it comes down to coaching. I don't know. It's just I, – I don't know. I, I don't know. Is it, uh, it's time to keep it real. Deep, Bill is a defensive head coach. We need someone that's going to take the offense over. Uh, Brady used to cover a lot of deficiencies. Right, There's nothing wrong with being a defensive head coach. That's nothing wrong with that. You just got to get the right guys who can offensive coordinate and stuff. And I've been saying Bill O'Brien is not the best offensive coordinator because I had him over there in Houston. He wasn't good at calling plays. He wasn't good over there. There's nothing wrong with having a head coach that coaches defense. There's nothing wrong with that. You just got to hire the right guy. You can't have guys like goddamn Matt Patricia calling offense, calling a damn offense, knowing he's a defensive uh, knowing he's supposed to be a defensive guy. You can't have guys like that splitting 
like splitting and calling offensive plays and don't know what the hell they're doing on that side. Matt Patricia is known as uh, as a defensive guy. Before he got the head coaching job over there with Detroit, he was a defensive coordinator for the Patriots, and he was damn good at it and what he done. So you don't hire that guy that's supposed to be defense, and you want to put him on offensive, put him on the offensive side. Like it's nothing wrong with being a defensive head coach. You just got to hire hire the guys on the on that side of the ball, the right guys on that side of the ball. All right, so old man said he's not he's not saying that something uh, there's nothing wrong. He's saying that Bill needs someone who's not afraid to speak up uh, to Bill on the offensive side. Well, we'll see what's going to happen with the Patriots this year. Uh, is is Robert Kraft going to get tired of it? Is he going to cut him? Is he going to cut him loose, or is he going to keep him? Or some more changes coming? We won't know. But I know Bobby over there having a dang on heart attack. Um. Had to sit, had to had to go to Gillette Stadium and sit through that behind whooping they got. But <laughs> you had to go down and sit there and watch them <laughs> thirty four to nine. They can't be me doing that part. All right, so we got the Philadelphia Eagles, another team that's five and zero. A lot of the media saying, "Oh, this is not the same team we seen last year. It's not explosive. They're not there." Are you sold on them being five and zero right now? Yeah, I'm sold on them. I mean, they find a way to win games. I mean, like I say, it is what it is. You probably don't like – I pretty much see, like, every Eagle fan, you probably don't like the way they win in these games. They're winning them sloppy. They're not winning them at a good rate, but they're finding a way to get the job done. That's what good teams do in, in any sport. Good teams find a way if it's ugly, uh, scary, or what if it's dom- dynamic. You're going to have to win ugly games. And every game that Philadelphia arguably played, you know, they didn't dominate in the game. They they find a way to win them. They make enough plays to win the game. So good teams, great teams, find ways to win, regardless of what it is. So they find yes, uh again, San Francisco playing a better football, playing better football than the Philadelphia Eagles, but I don't think they're the better team than Philadelphia. I just don't think they're a better team than Philadelphia. Uh until I see them, until I see San Francisco somehow beat them in the NFC championship, then we can judge it by that. Even winning beating them in a regular season still don't prove. To me, that they're a better team. You got to beat them when it matters. Beating them when it matters the most. That's when it proves. That's when it proves that you're a better team. Beating them when it matters the most. So, I mean, the last couple of games I've seen, you know, Gordon, we, we have two new coordinators. You got Brian Johnson on the offensive side, and then you got Sean Desai on the defensive side. Um, of course, he's not new to being a defensive coordinator. Uh, he he took a not so great Chicago team defense and made them legit but we have better pieces on the defensive side he just got to find the personnel but kudos to Sean Desai to making adjustments in the second half of that Rams game because Cooper Cup was killing us in the first quarter in the first half killing us in the first half what happens he made adjustments something Jonathan Gann asked didn't know how to do something Jonathan Gann did not know how to do was make adjustments so shout out to Sean Desai for making adjustments Totally shut down Cooper Cup uh, in the second half. He put uh, Roby in there, who we just uh, got from the Saints. Uh, you know, he's more of a man type of uh, corner. Put him in there. He shut him down. Had Eli, Eli Rick split the split out there. Don't put Mario Goodrich back in that game. Don't don't put him back in no games. Mario Goodrich, Josh Job, they can they can get out of here. They they can they 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 can stay on the bench. Um, Quez Watkins also can stay on the bench. Because Nick Sirianni was hot at him. And that wide receiver screen and he didn't turn up, mm-mm, Sirianni was pissed. And I was like, where is Zacchaeus at? Why is he not in this game? 
Why is he getting more touches? Uh, when Quez was out, I feel like Zacchaeus was playing better. But yeah, I, I don't want to see. Don't put don't 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 put Goodrich out on the field no more. Um, my only issue with the Eagles right now is the red zone issues. Um, once they figure the red zone issues out, I feel like they'll be okay um, because we can't keep kicking field goals, especially on these, especially after the bye. We can't. We we got we got to keep getting. We got to get seven. We can't keep hitting field goals on teams like Buffalo, on teams like um, Miami, teams like Kansas City and the 49ers. We can't win games off of field goals. So we got to try to figure out how to get it in the end zone. Um, so that's something that the Eagles got to figure it out. Uh, but other than that, we're 5-0. We winning games, like Dante said. We finding a way to win. Jalen Hurts, these last two games, is playing awesome lights out. So is A.J. Brown. We finally got Dallas Goddard involved during the Rams game. So somebody's going somebody's going to catch less. Somebody's not going to catch it all. This game, the Devontae Smith and they really had no catches. But you know, it's going to be you get you got to find who's hot and who's open. Kansas City, are you confident in Kansas City right now? No, yes. Travis, Travis Kelsey did have an injury. It's an ankle injury, but he still came back in and played. Um, but are you confident in Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. And to further notice, they're the best team in the AFC. To further notice, to further notice, to you beat them, to you beat them. They're the best team in the AFC. Just like I always said, man, I always say the same thing. Until you beat my Houston Astros, the AL comes to us until we are out, until we're out of the playoffs. Until uh, someone that, that can beat the Kansas City Chiefs, don't look like the Bills can do that right now the way they play. Don't look, don't look like the Bengals can do that the way they play in right now. Till somebody prove that they can beat them, on a big stage, yes, and they're four and one. They're four and one right now. That bit that win against Jacksonville uh, was a big, huge win for them without Travis Kelsey. And after that, they won three straight. So uh, other than that, yes, I still think they're the team to beat. I still think they're the team to beat. I still got confidence in the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. You might, you might have to go traveling. Because uh, it is 644 here in Pennsylvania. And you know what happens around this time of day? The sun goes the hell down. Uh -oh. So we're going to have to travel somewhere where some freaking light at. Uh -oh. <laughs> but um, <laughs> did the Panthers make the right decision on taking Bryce Young? What's going on, Mo? Long time no see, brother. Hope all is well. Appreciate you being in the chat. Did they make the right decision, Dante? Go ahead and sound off because I know you're ready for this one. Hey, Panthers, are you guys okay? Are you guys okay? You guys wish you had CJ Stroud. Uh, shout out to my boy, Cool McCain, as well. He's been on record saying it over and over and over again. They should have dropped CJ Stroud, but that's the kind of dumb decisions that the Panthers do make. And like I say, the, the, the Texans were going to pick either one. Regardless of who the Panthers were going to pick, they were going to pick either one. It appears that Frank Wright did want it. CJ Stroud. The owner had a lot of say-so and wanted Bryce Young. So, again, the owner has the power, and the coach did not have the, did not have the power for what quarterback did he want. Now, if you're as a head coach, you should be able to want to uh, pick the player, have more power in picking the player that you want for your system and that fits your system. You the one got to get out there on the field, on, on the sideline, and work with these guys and develop these guys and coach these guys up and put these guys in the right decisions. GMs, GMs sit back 
they do they they do their job as well. They go out there in free agency. They go out there. They uh get free agency guys. But at the same time, as a coach, you should be able to want say, hey, I, I want CJ Stroud. I think CJ Stroud fits my system better. And you heard what you heard the voice of Frank Wright. You heard the voice. He clearly wanted CJ Stroud. You heard the tone of his voice. Um, you heard him him bring up the gym several times when he was in that interview. And like I said, I'm happy we got the right. I, I'm happy that the uh Carolina Panthers chose Bryce Young instead of C.J. Stroud. And look at the year as of right now, C.J. Stroud has, having right now, become the first quarterback. And though many, a lot of, that many attempts, not an interception, still doesn't have an interception. Like again, at some point, he's going to throw one. At some point, it's going to happen. He's gonna It's going to happen at some point. But right now, C.J. Stroud is clearly the best quarterback coming up out of the trial. As of right now, he's going to, like I said, I'm expecting him to hit that rookie wall soon. And I think he's going to throw interceptions soon. Hell, it may be this week. Never know. But again, Bryce Young has already four interceptions. Damn, you know, he didn't turn the ball over like that in college. He's already have overall six turnovers overall. How many C.J. Stroud has? None. How many uh, interceptions? Does uh, AR-15 has? I think he has two or one, either one. But how many CJ Stroud has? Zero. So thank you, Carolina. So CJ Stroud right now is number three when it comes to passing yards. It's Tua, Kirk Cousins, then it's CJ Stroud, 1,461 yards. You don't even got weapons like that. Seven. Ain't no number one. Go ahead. Seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's been sacked 11 times. Um, I mean, QBR, 56%. Still not bad, but he's third over. He's third. And he's third in passing. Then you got go all the way down here to this list here. <laughs> Anthony Richardson is at number 20. No, he's at 32. Damn. Right now. Yes, he's at who? Um, thirty-two. Out of all thirty-two quarterbacks. Out of all thirty-two quarterbacks. Mm. Um, let me see. So he's been sacked. Hold on, go right here. All right, five hundred seventy-seven yards, three touchdowns, and interception. His QBR is forty-three point. Four. And Bryce Young, Jesus Christ, out of all the QBs that played so far, where the hell is he at? <laughs> he ain't on the, is he on that list? Wait a minute. Hey, keep trying to find Bryce Young, y'all. She can't Wait even... a minute. <laughs> Are you serious? Right. Now let's I can now let's I'm blind and can't see. Bryce Young. We yet, we yet. Oh, shit. Okay, he number 30. Damn, he number 30? Okay, okay. I was about to say, ain't no way. 750 yards, five touchdowns, four interceptions. His QBR is 28.6. But what, what's wrong with what's wrong with Carolina? What What is it? Coming into the season, you know, I'm like, okay, they got some weapons for Bryce Young. Adam Thielen seems to be the only one who wants to play football. I mean, you got Jonathan Mingo. 
Uh, Miles Sanders, I know he probably saw it. He, he left the Eagles. He go from 0-5, you know, Eagles are 0-5. I mean, 5-0, oh, now he's 0-5. Um, you know, saying that, oh, well, if I would have got the ball more, we would have won the Super Bowl. Miles, come on now. Are you regretting your decision now, bro? Are you regretting your decision? What is going on with Bryce Young and will it, can, will, will it get better? Let's just say that. Well, let me let me go ahead and look this up right quick for Bryce, Mr. Uh, Bryce Young. Like I said, I'm, a, I'm still I'm a huge fan of Bryce Young. No slouch of him. But when you when you call my quarterback a bust and think you can get away with it and call him a bust because you think he threw a damn interception in a preseason game and Bryce Young can get a pass when he already has two fumbles, which is that six turnovers that he got already. That's down the damn the more that he ever that he had in college. And you want to come after my quarterback, call him a bust after uh, uh, damn, throwing an interception against the Patriots in a preseason game. I'm like Stone Cold. Uh-uh. Not going to fly with me. Not going to fly with me. You're not going to get away with it. Going to get away with it easy without hearing my mouth. And if you're going to get tired of hearing my mouth, well, that's too damn bad because you're going to get tired of hearing my mouth after I bring that up every time he throws a turnover. But other than that, uh, it's not going to get – I don't think it will get any better for uh the Panthers. I think it, it could get tougher and tougher for Carolina uh this uh coming year. Well, you got the Miami Dolphins. You got to go to Miami. You got to go to Miami. You got to go to. You got to go to Miami next week. Uh, this coming week, and how you think that's gonna fare out? Not too good. Well, we get the C.J. Stroud and uh, Bryce Young battle, one or two battle coming up. This uh coming up just right after that. Now the Panthers, you know their defense is pretty competitive. Uh, their defense is pretty competitive, but they can't score a lot of points. 24, 21 versus the uh, thirteen versus the Vikings. 27 versus the um versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks defense is not that good. But again, when you're down so many points, well, of course the defense is gonna take take some time off. 17 against Carolina, against uh New Orleans, 10, 10 against the Falcons, opening day, uh opening week. They can't score the ball. They can't score the ball. No off, no running game, no running game either. So uh again, this defense is always on the field. This defense is always on the field. So you got to start by getting some offensive consistency and start running the ball, running the ball more better. And that offensive line is God awful, man. I wish we had to have my uh that sound bite. That way I can play it. They they two packs of ass, man. Two packs of ass. I wish we had that right now so I can play it. That's that offensive line is so bad for the Carolina Panthers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you. Hold on. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like drink it yet, but hold on. I, I got you. <laughs> only, only you will find some. Only you. Coach. Yep. Only. Yep. Yep. There we go. And my favorite soundbite right there. That way, every time someone is asked or something like that, I play it automatically. I play it all. I play it automatically. I gotta find it. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gotta look for it. But I had that up there for a freaking Joe Button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you. Uh, but no, you you are uh, definitely right about that though. Um. We'll we'll see. They're they're trying to find him a number one receiver, but I'm not saying it might be. Do you think they'll win a game this year? 
Yeah, I think they'll win the game. They'll obviously win the game. Hell, they can be they give down down there beat my Houston Texans the way we play at at times. Hell yeah, they'll win the game. I think they'll win the game. I just don't think it'll be many. Um, I'm saying that even if they do go out and the, the Bears continue to play the way they're playing, you still they still getting a pick, so it don't matter. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna have a pick in the first round. Hey, and I I need a favor from Cleveland. I need y'all to lose as much as y'all can too. I need Cleveland to lose as much as they can too, so we can get that pick, so we can end up having that pick for next year. So we can end up getting us another receiver like a Keon Coleman or something like that. So we can get some some dollars. And guess what? We got eighty million in cap space next year. Oh Lord, that just means, imagine that if means Houston about team. to go. Houston about mm-hmm. to spend some more money. Houston about to spend some more money, y'all. Um, that oh I, I got I found it I found it. Dak Prescott. Hold on, we 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 gonna get the whole. Down. That shit is a, a two pack of ass. <laughs> 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 you said two. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Talk. Hey, Sway Lee. Hear me and hear me good, nigga. I'm here to double down. That shit is a, a two pack of ass. That was that was, that was your love. That shit's. Oh, Jordan Love, last night. Oh, Jordan Love. All right, so Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott said he's not going to throw 10 interceptions. Dak Prescott has four interceptions. Um, You know, if he gets sacked, I know a lot of Cowboys fans saying, why does Dak Prescott's names always in the media so much when if Josh Allen does it or if Jalen Hurts does it, nobody talks about Dak. Why is Dak in the media so much, Dante? Why? Because he's a Dallas Cowboy and you're on America's team and you're always on national TV and everybody hate the Cowboys, including me. That's why he's always talked about. If you always in the spotlight, of course, you're going to get talked about. You got that. You represent that star and represent Jerry Jones. Of course, you're going to be in the spotlight. And plus, he the one said that he's not going to throw 10 picks. So, hey, people going to be looking for that. Each pick he throws, hey, people looking for it. Um, They got slaughtered Sunday night um, to the point where George Kittle had the F Dallas shirt underneath. And Mr. Michael Parsons come out and said, now it's personal. Oh, the next time we meet, it's personal. What are you, Coach Prime? This ain't what's personal. You need to be worrying about why can't y'all win playoff games. Talking about something that's personal. This is the team that beat y'all the last two years in the play to get to the to go further in the playoffs. The same team that beat y'all last year because it was not it was not last year. The year before last wasn't that, didn't they get by them last year? Yep. Yeah, the same team that beat y'all twice in a row. Just the same team that Dak didn't know he had to get a ball to the ref. Um, before the you know, I so know that now I'm still, I'm still about that. I'm this still the same, this the same Dallas team who's gonna run a QB draw with no timeouts. Are we kidding? Are you are you kidding yourself, Michael Parsons? Talking about it's personal, and I forget what Debo said. Debo responded, but I forgot what he said. But are you you worrying about a Kittles 
what he was wearing, he got a right to wear that shirt because y'all was at y'all played like absolute trash that game. Yep. 42 to 10. 42 to 10. 14, 14 of 24, 50, 153 yards, one tub, and three picks, Dak. Three picks. Three picks. Yep. But Dak's but exactly uh, cool, but Dak said he not going to throw for four. No, 10 interceptions. Well, that's why everybody, each interception, you throw it and continue to talk about it. Each interception, you decide to throw. He said the Arizona game humbled himself, y'all. And then he said the Arizona game, but he said this game humbled himself as well. I, I'm, I'm going to say it here and now. If they don't go, if they get an early exit in the playoffs, if they even make it to the playoffs, you ain't going to see number four here next year. It might be Trey Lance time, or they're going to try to draft or trade and get a quarterback. Kirk Cousins, maybe. Yep. But I, I, I don't want to see Kirk Cousins twice a year. And then again, maybe I can see Kirk Cousins twice a year. But Jerry's not going to do nothing like that because Kirk deserved to go somewhere where he can win a championship. He ain't going to win one in Dallas. And then again, you never know. But um, I, I, I honestly think Dak's not going to be here. If they got an early exit, McCarthy might go with him. Everybody was like, "Oh, it was Kellen Moore holding us back." Kellen Moore over there in 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 L.A. I mean, I know the Chargers don't have even you know, the best record, but he I, I, it's not Kellen Moore in L.A. So not who is it? Yep. yep. So who is it? Did Mike McCarthy call that game on Sunday? I think he did. So yep. it's, it's not Kellen Moore. So who, what's what's Dallas's problem? What's their problem, Dante? Well, I, was, I don't know their problem. They can't make excuses about telling more. They can't make no. He's doing perfectly fine over there in LA. They scoring points over there. In LA. The Chargers scoring points. Chargers scoring points. So they can't. Hell, like I say, he's a part of it. So you can't make no excuses for him. What's the next excuse? What's, what's going to be the next excuse? All right. And of course, you know, it's not a show if we're not talking about Dallas. Uh, picks and predictions. We are in week six. And of course, Coop, look, Coop haven't been here all show. We've been here for a whole hour. He hears Cowboys. He popped his ass in here. Cowboys have more problems everywhere. Um, picks and predictions. We on week six. Week nah, I don't know if we keep it real all the time. I don't know about that part. Week six, uh, Thursday night, we got the AFC West matchup. We got the Chiefs going up against the Broncos. Pass. Yeah, I don't even know why we even said that. that I don't know if I want to watch that game, but Broncos are going to win this. Uh, Broncos are going to take it out. Um, I think it's time to blow up Denver, Russ included. It just knock it all down. Have a fire sale. I'll take Patrick Sertain. I, I gladly take him in the secondary. We need some help. I'm just, I'm just saying. How we make the phone? Nah, call? Nah, y'all got enough help in the secondary. How we make the phone call? No, I'll take a PT. <laughs> y'all I'll, take, I'll take PS two. Give him over here. Jesus Christ. Eagles is taking on the Jets in MetLife Stadium. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I got the Eagles. Yeah, we're going to be in 6-0 here. This was a toss-up game for me. I, I was go- torn between this. We got the London, another London game between the Ravens and Tennessee. Can Baltimore bounce back from that debacle they had last week? And Tennessee had their chances. Who you got? I was torn between these two, but I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I mean, not Jacksonville, but I'm. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. So am I. I'm taking. Ten, I'm taking Baltimore here. We got the Commanders going up against the Falcons. 
I'm going with the Falcons. I got the Falcons. I got Atlanta too. Um, Seahawks and the Bengals. I'm going to Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks. I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals here to even up this, uh, their record at three and three uh, to three and three. You got the Colts and the Jags, and the Jags are at home. I'm taking the Colts because it seems like the Jags can't never beat them at home. Tough one for me, but I'm going to take the Jaguars. Both are two and both are three and two. We got the Dolphins and the Panthers here. Where will the Miami. Panthers get their first win? Yes, yes. Going that means we're taking Miami. Uh battle of the one and four teams here. I'm taking Chicago here to beat Minnesota. No Chicago Jefferson? I'm taking Chicago as well. Um, the Browns and the 49ers. Deshaun Watson may or may not play. And if he, he plays, yeah, yeah. So PJ Walker is gonna get the start. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm. I'm. That's a pass. 49ers. Uh, we got the Saints and the Texans. I'm taking my Texans. They lose this game, not picking them. Uh, we got a bye week. We lose this game, not picking them the very next week. I mean, it should be. It should. I mean, it should be a good game. But I'm gonna take it the Saints. Pick. See, remember, I was like, I'm not picking the. I'm not picking the Raiders no more. The Raiders and the Patriots. I damn sure ain't picking New England. Do, 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 see, this is the problem. I don't even wait to see. It looks like the Raiders should win the game. That's they're at home, but the Patriots are playing worse. They're playing all time worse. Like these are the type of games I'll be want to stay away from, and I'll be want to not want to pick. But I'll take the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders since they're That's why I was like, playing better football, but the Patriots are goddamn playing worse, worse. That's why I was like, oh, I said I wasn't gonna pick the Raiders no more. But I was like, ah, oh, I gotta pick the Raiders here. I'm gonna be irked if New England win, if New England find a way to win. I'm gonna be so mad. All right, um, we got the Lions and the Buccaneers. This should be a good one. I'm going with the Lions. I'm taking the Lions here too to be five and one. Uh, we got the NFC West, uh, NFC West division. You no know, division games are always played tough. We got the Cardinals and Rams. I wanted to go with the Cardinals, to be honest, but I'm going to take the Rams. I wanted to go with the Cardinals. So I'm telling I wanted to do it, too, but I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams, too. And, oh, my, why they put this on Sunday night? Jesus Christ. Fun fact here about the New York Giants. So, you know, well, Daniel Jones did get hurt. Tyrod Taylor did come in. So, we don't know. We, we don't know. He said, I'm taking the pace. <laughs> Damn, er, er, just, er, you so disrespectful, Er. You so did. Hey, he don't. Hey, that shows you how much you don't trust that goddamn Josh McDaniel, bro. That shows you how. Look, look. I'm taking it. But hey, hey, Er, what? Y'all cannot lose to the Patriots, man. If y'all lose to the Patriots, some gotta be wrong, bro. You can. It can't happen, Er. It cannot happen. That can't happen like that. That can't happen like that. Daniel Jones is questionable. Um, he did go out with a neck injury. Uh, we'll see if he will come back. Um, but yeah, he's questionable. Andrew Thomas is questionable. I mean, it ain't gonna help none because that line still sucks. Even if Andrew Thomas is the best offensive line, Charles Evan Neal need to go back somewhere. Look, Jalen Jalen can play better than uh, Evan Neal right now on the offensive line. Yep. That that uh, that that's crazy. But a, a fun a fun stat here for. For y'all people who like stats, and it's about Daniel Jones. Give me a second. I, I got it right here. Career games. Andrew Luck, 86. Um, Andrew Luck career games was 86. 
Daniel Jones, 59. Sacks taken, Andrew Luck, 174. Daniel Jones, 177. What the? Okay, man. I got a I got a stat that's gonna uh back uh, that's gonna uh I, I got a I got an interesting stat that you're gonna want to hear for a quick counterpunch on Daniel Jones sacks, most of his sacks. Not the whole 177, but this is one. And it's about Evan Neal. So Evan Neal this year, this year alone, I'm, we're not going to go. This is not career. This year alone, the count, you ready for the counterpunch key? Evan Neal, 21 quarterback hurries, 21 quarterback hurries, 20, 26 quarterback pressures. His quarterback this year has been hit four and sacked four times. So every time, every game, Evan Neal is getting his quarterback beat down every single play, every single time. That's a fun stat for you. That and I'm I'm not even looking at it. Not that's just it. that's just sad. <laughs> what, is, what, what is up with the Giants? You know, getting offensive linemen, and they linemen stink. And I mean, they're going top in the draft to get these guys, and they horrible. They bad. They bad. They bad. That's bad. That's bad. That that's a lot of hurries. Man, twenty six pressures. Twenty six. Pressures on for one player on your offensive line, 21 quarterback hurries, 21 quarterback hurries, and you get you already gave up four sacks on your court. <laughs> wow, crazy, crazy. That's sad. Yeah, well, yeah, I told you, look, it's a fire sale in Denver. I'll take Pete. I'll take PS2. I take Justin Simmons. You can't have Howdy. everybody. You can't, Make the damn call. You, you can't have them all. You can't keep. You got enough. We need some second. Look, you got enough about, in the secondary. One team? thing about Howie Roseman: if pieces ain't working, he's gonna find it. What happened last year yeah. when we couldn't stop the run? He called in Dominican Sue and Linville Joseph to plug it in there. Come on now, Dante. Nah, Key, y'all got enough DBs. Y'all got y'all got enough DBs. Uh, you can't have them all. <laughs> but the Giants are uh, going up against the Bills, and I'm not sure Ron Miller may be back. But um, this is a Sunday night game. Depending on which Josh Allen shows up, which I think he'll come to play, um, the Bills will win this game convincingly. Uh, where they playing at? Buffalo. Yep. I don't. I don't care. If Von Miller is not is playing or not playing. They still winning the game. I don't give. I don't care. They're still winning. And a Monday night game, we got the Chargers up against the Cowboys. Who you got in this game? I'm going with the Chargers. They played this game last year, and the Cowboys won because the, uh, I think the it was not seen a question to call. The ref should have called something. But I, I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. I think Eckler's. I think Eckler comes back. If Eckler comes back, we've seen the, how the run defense is for the Cowboys. They are going to rip up and down the field with Austin Eckler. Um, so I'm going to take the Chargers here. And that was your Week Six picks. Um, keep your Eagles, Chiefs, 49ers have enough to run it back. We'll see. Definitely see. All right, the NBA is back. We already talked about Chep Holmgren and Wendy. Um, a little bit in Dante's coaches uh, list. Um, we do got some games tonight. Make sure y'all go to Coach Dante's channel right after 72. He will be doing the Houston Rockets, the Indiana Pacers. 
Should see how the young guys is. You know, my Nova guy, Ken Whitmore, will be in the game. Yep. Uh, one of the, the twins is going to be there. And uh, Gates Walker over there in um, the uh, Indiana Pacers. So we'll, we'll see. Of course, we're not getting a lot of starters um, in the game. He said, he said can we see the line factor in the same? See? Um, agree. Look, give me PS2 or Justin Simmons. How he make the phone he call. Said a, he said a safety. So he said Justin Simmons. <laughs> look, I like the way Coop said it, though. I like the way Coop said it. Can we get <laughs> how he make the phone call? They y'all don't need him. They need to blow. Y'all spend millions of dollars on that defense, and y'all defense stink in Denver. But anyway. <laughs> um, I was gonna get into the rest of this hundred list. We can do that next week. Um, MLB playoffs. MLB playoffs. Dante, recap of last night's game. The Dan Gorn Phillies had the game for nothing. And what happened? Travis Darno hits the homer. And then Austin Riley hits the game winner. Put us ahead. Put us, put them ahead. So the Braves take game two, five to four. Aaron, not Aaron Nola. Uh, Wills had a great game, 10, K, 10 Ks, but couldn't get it done. The last, <laughs> the last, the last um, play was uh, – who the hell was that back? Was it Castellano? That was uh, – was that Rem Sosa? I don't um, know that. Castellanos, he hit the ball. Castellanos, I was like, oh, snap, this ball is gone. Michael, Michael Harris said, nope, scoop. And then Bryce Harper – didn't tack, didn't get back in time, and there was a double play. So, but they needed to split. Hopefully, we can bring that moment. Hopefully, we'll bring that momentum back uh, to the Citizens Bank Park, which would be jumping. Aaron Nola will be on the mound tomorrow. God, can we not have a whole horrible Nola? But your Astros look like they are going to win this game. They're up nine to one against Minnesota. Who you like tonight in the Orioles Rangers game? I like the Rangers. I think the Rangers are going to sweep them. And again tomorrow, what is going on with the Dodgers, man? They do this every year. They do it every year. Every year they get you so in the regular season. They win that division by a mile, and then the playoffs, the hidden stop, the bat stop. Clay Kershaw is the most overrated pitcher in baseball. I'm going to tell you that right now. Great regular season. Like I said, matter of fact, he's like a James Harden. Great regular season. Great regular season. Playoffs. Get the playoff. They can't do nothing. Doesn't perform in the playoffs. He can't do nothing. And we seen how Jonathan was mad. Jonathan was pissed off at them Dodgers. Them, them, that's the type of team you be like. They great in the regular season. They win 114 games. They win their division by more than double digits. And you be like, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on with this team, with this goddamn team right here? So they got a bubble championship. A, a team like that has to settle for a bubble championship. But again, you talk about the Houston Astros. We got two weak rings, not a bubble. Neither one of them is a bubble. Neither one of them is a bubble ring. Ain't that right? Is it? No, no, I don't think so. But other than that, hey, again, Dodgers, you guys are fraudulent. You guys are a fraudulent baseball team. All you guys are is a regular season baseball team. That's all you guys are and nothing more. 
Clay Kershaw is overrated. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a legit Hall of Famer. Don't get me wrong on that one. But in the regular season, hey, the Dodgers and Clay Kershaw are fraudulent. Are a fraudulent team. Astros, Atlanta Braves, those are great teams. Possibly the Phillies can can make it again. I think it's a great shot for the Phillies to make it again if they get if they do get past the Atlanta Braves. But that remains to be seen. But yeah, I, I tell I got Texas purchasing a ticket to the AL Championship Series tonight. I think is it for the Baltimore Orioles. Another team had a great regular season this year, but just you know not their year. All right, so a little NBA edition since the NBA is back. And who am I? Uh, this might be an easy one for y'all. Kevin, Durant, Kevin, Durant, Kevin Durant. Well, damn, Don, can yeah. I get through it first? You we got it. Texas. He was drafted. I mean, he he went to Texas. He was selected and drafted by the Seattle SuperSonics, and he played for the OKC Thunder, the Warriors. He's now with uh Suns. And the Nets, and yes, sir, it is Mr. Kevin Durant. Of course, that was an easy layup. He played for the Longhorns. Easy layup. That's a layup. That's why I said it was a layup. I was expecting y'all to get it. But, again, here we go with another NBA edition. Give me make sure. All right, here we go. This player went to North Carolina. He's a Tar Heel. He got drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he's played for the Spurs, the Raptors, 76ers, Los Angeles Lakers, and the Memphis Grizzlies. I know who he is. Anybody in the chat I'm know gonna, who this I know one who is? is. I definitely know who he is. I'm just waiting for the chat. I ain't going to say Before Dante goes, anybody, know, know anybody who that want is. to take a shot? I know who that is. Anybody got some stabs at it before, we, uh, before I let Dante go and let y'all know who it is? Don't look on Google. Don't cheat. Don't look on Google. Don't cheat. Cause I know if y'all, if anybody take too long, I know that I'm gonna consider that as cheating. I'm gonna consider that as cheating. All right. Well, Ern was honest. He said he didn't know. Cool. You got a shot. Cool. Anybody in here? Y'all got a shot? All Don't right. Dante, who is it? Danny Green. Yes, sir. Danny Green is your answer here. And again, this is the NBA version. So this next, all of the, all of these. Won championships, and again, we'll do more of these. NBA is back, um, and also uh, NFL, we'll do more of them as well. But here's your last one for who am I this week? Here we go San Diego State, he was drafted by the Indian Indiana Pacers, he's played for the Spurs, Toronto, and the Clippers. Anybody in the chat knows who this is before Dante goes. Cause I know he knows. Man, y'all better know who this is, man. Come on, man. Ain't no way where y'all can miss that now. Ain't no way where. Ain't no way y'all missed this. Again, these were layups. Gotta challenge y'all a little bit for next time, cause uh, Dante be getting them like this too. So you know, I'll be challenging him too. I got him stumped on a couple of them. Anybody want to take a shot at who this is? Who this is? Who this is? Go on once. Go on twice. Dante, tell them who it is. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is your answer. There you go, guys. There you go. This, is, this ain't no layup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kawhi he Leonard. He didn't actually play for the Pacers, though. He was traded on drop night for George Hill. He didn't actually play, but he was drafted by him, though. 
That's why I said, you know, you know what's switch, you know what, you know what's throwing the, for basketball. You know what's throwing people off because they think it was drafted by yeah, right. Drafted by, they never yep. play for them. They never played for them. They're like, well, why they teams not down here because they didn't play for them. They got drafted just like you they know, were drafted. He was drafted and traded to the uh, Spurs. So that was your who am I for this week. Again, we'll we'll do some more. We'll definitely do some more. We did NFL for a little bit. Uh, NCAA before we wrap things up here. Dante, what the hell happened in Miami? What happened with the Hurricanes? All they had to do was hey, get the damn ball. I Cooper K know that. I would love to hear Cooper K's statement on that play. <laughs> that coach literally cost the <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how Georgia Tech was even in the game, but how do you how do you run a play when you clearly had the game won? And all you do is take a knee. I don't know if someone gave him some money to do that game or something like that to do that thou, but that was unacceptable how he cost that team the game. That was crazy. I know Martin had a tough week that week, man. Yeah, because the Commanders, the Braves, and man. Miami lost. Man, I know they had a know he had a tough week that week, man. So, man, shout out to my boy Martin and Cool, but man, what a find a way by Mario Cristobal to lose that fucking ball game by nil, not <laughs> nailing the ball, cost him, nearly cost him. The kids that they didn't play well, not against Georgia Tech, who they clearly was better than, but. You had a chance to kneel the ball and win the game and survive. And you cost them the game by running the football and the running back fumbles. And then what's so bad about it, they go get a goddamn touchdown. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. And on top of that, them jerseys is ugly. I'm sorry. Them jerseys is horrible. They, I didn't like them things. Uh, mm, I feel bad for Miami fans. Cool. I'm so sorry to have to bring this, just relive this moment again for you. I'm so sorry. But, oh, man. Um, Looks like Colorado's going to get Travis Hunter back Friday against Stanford. Um, they should win this game, too. They did beat Arizona State last week. But um, Prime wasn't too happy. Hey, that, look, look. He equivocated. I always tell Monday that why I'm not too <laughs> He <laughs> always tell my boy cool them in the back. He always do that to him. <laughs> um, Prime wasn't too happy about the team. He said he was happy about the win, but he's not happy how they're executing and how they have to come back and win this game. We already know they need pieces. We already know the offensive line is not great. The D line ain't great. But oh, uh, what's going on, Dave? Dave's been a little bit under the weather. Glad to see you back, bro. Glad to see you back, Damien. Um. How can Colorado find like what does Colorado have to do to start fresh? Like to start off hot and not trail. Yeah, I play some, they, gotta play better, they gotta play better defense. They gotta play better defense. They did a good job playing better. They gave up 24 points, but uh they gotta play better defense. They gotta come out and get off to a good, very good starts. And that's one thing they gotta very, very much uh do. They gotta get off to a good start. But I like what Coach Prime said, even though Arizona State is a bad team, they're not a bad good, very good team at all. But that was an ugly loss. That was one of those ugly wins that we were talking about with the Eagles. But they found the way to win the game. So 
Uh, I like what Coach Prime said. I'm not happy. We played ugly game. We didn't play our best game. We should have. We way better than the uh, Arizona Arizona State. We should play way better football against that team. So again, they won the game. We'll see what happens next week. Yep. So they playing Friday night. No Saturday game for them. They play Friday night, ten o'clock. Uh, they will be playing Stanford. Um, that's gonna be a late game. Let's see how many and see how many quarters I watch of that. Um. Also, we got some headlines in college right now. Again, Travis Hunter will be back. The Buckeyes expect Henderson to return against Purdue. Um, court, uh, Kansas quarterback Daniels is doubtful against Oklahoma State. Um, the suspended Iowa uh, D lineman uh, Shannon he's he's cleared to return to practice. South Carolina wide receiver Wells is doubtful against Florida. TCU's quarterback Morris will miss multiple games. Um, Chandler Morris for a knee. And then um, Cristobal said he owns up to his mistakes. Uh, if I'm the coach in that in that in that in that game, I, I wouldn't even know what to say to the kids. Like I know that locker room was quiet. <laughs> I know that locker room was quiet after the game. I would but, have been uh, put up that man behind at that point. That was crazy. But um, let's get to some picks this week. Mr. Picks last week couldn't get your upset pick of the week. Um, but we got so going in, we got Georgia Tech, Georgia, who is still undefeated. Wait, before we get into that, do these rankings real quick. So we know your Texans lost. Um, so still a number one, it's still got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State moves up one, Florida State moves up one, um, Oklahoma moves up seven. Because of that win against uh, um, Texas. So they move up seven. Um, Penn State is six. Washington is seven. And Oregon is eight. No changes there. But Texas moved down six spots to number nine. UFC moves down to number 10. Alabama didn't change. They're at 11. Uh, UNC moves up two. They're 12. Ole Miss moves up three. They're 13. And Louisville moved up 11 spots to get number 14. Uh, Oregon State is uh, still at 15. Utah moves up two. They're at 16. We got Duke moving up two spots to seven. UCLA is on the list at 18, moving down six spots. We got Washington State moving up three spots to 20 is Tennessee. Notre Dame is slowly falling in this list in the top 25, they they drop 11 spots to number 21. LSU moved up one to 22. Kansas, Kansas is up here 22. I'm sorry, LSU was 22. Kansas is 23. Uh, Kentucky moved down four spots, and Miami moved down five, and they are moved down eight. They are at number 25. Um, who was going to be on this list? They had Missouri, they had Wyoming, Air Force, Wisconsin, Tulane. West Virginia, Clemson, Maryland, Iowa, James Madison, and Texas A&M was all voted on. Anything yeah. wrong with that list? Who would you take off or who would you add? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. All right. So we got Georgia going up against Vanderbilt. Yes. <laughs> Michigan going up against uh, Indiana. Ass whooping. Purdue up against Ohio State. Ohio State. Florida State versus 
Syracuse. Florida State. Alabama versus Arkansas. Alabama. You got Cal versus Utah. Cal. I mean, uh, uh, Utah. Utah. Cam Rodson coming back? Is he still hurt? All right. So we got Massachusetts versus Penn State. Ass whooping. <laughs> Oregon and Washington. This should be good. Penix going up against Bo Nix. I'm going for Oregon. Texas A&M against Tennessee. I'm going. What is Tennessee ranked right now? 19. A&M is 18th, right? A&M ain't ranked. I'm going for the upset. Daniel. Okay. Kansas against Oklahoma State. Kansas. All right. We got an undefeated Louisville at 6-0. And they're 14th going up against Pitt. Louisville. Arizona versus Washington State. Washington State. USC versus Notre Dame. Should be an interesting one. I don't trust Notre Dame, and I'm going for USC. Miami versus North Carolina. North Carolina. Miami, Miami, Miami might be starstruck for that one after that loss. And they on prime time, too. ABC, 730. Uh, Missouri. Hey, yeah, that Miami does. Yeah, cool. I agree 1,000% with cool. You don't – when you lose to a team like Georgia Tech – at home, you don't deserve to be ranked. You should be out of the rankings. You should be ranked number 40 somewhere up and down. When you lose at home to a bad Georgia Tech team, you don't deserve to be ranked at all. So I don't know how they rank. I don't know how they rank. You don't deserve to be ranked at home at all, especially losing to that team at home. You don't deserve it. Got Missouri and Kentucky. Missouri bounced back from last week's loss to LSU. I'm going for uh, Kentucky. UCLA and Oregon State. Oregon State. And then you got North Carolina State versus Duke. Duke. All right. And you said your upset was Texas A&M beating uh, Tennessee, right? No, beating Tennessee, yeah. All right. And then we got the WNBA game two is tomorrow night. Um, Who got? Liberty. Five series. I still think this series is going to go – all the way to game five. I think they played five. Did they play five? Yeah, five? they played five. I think it's three. Two. It, it goes to first one, three wins, right? Oh, let me check. Is it? I think it's three. I think, oh, think this one three? Okay, okay. I think. First, first, one, to three. first one to three. First one to three, right? I think so. I think they played five game series. Um. Aces and I don't think it's four. I think they played three. I think it's best of five. I don't think they play seven. Um, so Dane will take the sweep. Um, I'm I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the liberty here as well. I think they tie up the series. Uh, I, I really think this this series might go to to the end to game five. Um, I'm still picking I'm still picking the liberty to win it overall. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, liberty uh, to win this game. But I am excited. I don't know about you, Dante, but I'm excited about college basketball. Not necessarily the men's. I'm excited about you know when it comes to basketball, I'm way more excited. So my Rockets play tonight, Young Rockets. I know it's preseason, but it's something you can get excited about. Basketball is back, man. So hey, I'm very excited. 
I said, I don't know about you, but when it comes to college basketball, I'm not too, too excited to watch the men's. I'm more about the women's basketball. I love, I love them both. I love them both. We, like, we, um, you know, yep. they both be having some good games, but definitely, definitely going to try to do some more college women's games this year. Um, you know, I got to gotta do my Gamecocks and see what we working with. You know, my girl's still there. And, uh, uh, Cadorso, Camilla Cadorso. So she's going to, she probably come out this year. Lord, who is going to take, who, I, I don't even know what team needs a big man like a Camilla Cadorso at six, seven. So we'll, we'll definitely see LSU. Uh, I hope we got a top pick, one of the top, a top 10 pick or something like that. Cause I want a uh, Haley Van Lake. Can we get another guard? Can we get another guard like a Haley Van Lake? Or I, I'm glad what you call it. We getting Stephanie Sorensen's back, so I'm glad we getting her back. Uh, but we need another guard. Like I say again, I know uh, Lou Lopez, Sanishaw coming back. So we we gonna and we gonna have Diamond the Shields coming back. That's gonna be a very good uh, tandem too, underrated tandem that we had. But I will tell, you, I would really like to take another another guard or another. Beat. Look, Dante, we got a top. We got a chance to get the top. Pick overall. No! Can you imagine if the Sparks get number one pick? Caitlin Clark and Caitlin Clark, welcome to Sparks LA, baby. Let's hey, Sparks, go. Sparks, fuck up on the pick. Fuck up on the pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, that when, when, hold on, I gotta see when is the uh, WNBA lottery? WNBA lottery. Um, when is that? When are they going to do that? <laughs> so, so the fever, the mercury, the sparks, and the storm. They all, they all have odds to possibly get the number one pick. But it's not telling me when is it. Oh yeah, of course the fever had. Oh my God! If the if the if Caitlin Clark goes to Indiana, oh my God! Uh uh, ain't no female. One thing I can say, there is no female Ben Simmons. And speaking of Ben Simmons, damn it, damn it, you had to bring his ass up. Um, he had ten points last night. He was four. He was four six. Um, seeing some. Seeing some him doing pregame, guess where all his shots were coming from, Dante? Paint. No, the three point. Three all of his shots that he made was behind the arc. I told y'all. What I tell y'all? He gonna start shooting that? Ah, he made trick filling up. <laughs> he made a trick job. <laughs> but, ah, he made a trick job. <laughs> but we will see. And we'll see. He, he did. He did something that was dumb. I was like, "What? Are, what are we doing, Ben? Like, he's he still don't. He still don't. He still don't want to take the shot in the paint. He dishes it off. But we'll we'll see how Ben is. He said he's been in the lab, but we've seen those videos every summer. So we'll 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 see what uh Mr. Softy does. And I'm gonna say it here right now on 72. So make sure somebody clips it. If Ben Simmons 
has an okay year, has a, a decent year, I will get up here and apologize. Y'all have a Ben, y'all get a Ben Simmons jersey. I, that, that's too far. Because <laughs> I will never wear it. It'll just be collecting dust. I thought about that. I was like, I will buy a Ben Simmons jersey and wear it on stream the whole stream. But now, uh -oh. like, let me not do that. <laughs> let me not do that. But I will personally apologize on stream. I will apologize to Ben Simmons. I may even make a video. God, it's going to hurt me to do it, but I am a woman of my word. If Ben Simmons has an okay year, then I will get up here and apologize. But if he plays like trash, oh, I'm going to clown him again. That's not fair. <laughs> oh, you tripping. You are tripping, tripping. <laughs> he said you got to get Ben Simmons. Oh, my goodness. You is tripping, tripping. Um, no Ben Simmons tag. But there you have it. Got another 72 in the book. I know Dante got to get ready to uh, do the Rockets. And I got a boy who's waiting on me because, of course, he don't want to walk home. And now can you come get me? So you already know how that go. But make sure y'all tune in again in next week. Again, we are 70 episodes in. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Sports Wave Network. Got a lot of stuff over there. Come back tomorrow morning on the way. We got Coach and Con for the morning sports report. They're going to go over some stuff, basketball. Um, so make sure y'all tune in as well. And uh, we are going to get on out of here. Love, peace, and hair grease. Don't do nothing I wouldn't do. But if you're going to do it, just make sure you do it safely, guys. Appreciate everybody who's in the chat. Of course, y'all make the, the y'all make it fun and interactive. All y'all got to do is hit us up. If you ever have any questions y'all want here on the on the show, we'll definitely um, get them in. If you want to come up here and join us, be a guest. Can you hang with us all show? Can y'all hang out with the shenanigans again? Y'all know how to hit us up, Coach or myself in the inbox. We are on Facebook. We're on uh, YouTube, IG. Twitter, y'all know how to hit us up. Say, hey, can I come on? How can I get on? But you just can't be any old body. You know, you at least got to have some type of knowledge. So to Coach Dante, to myself, y'all be easy. Have a good rest of the night. We see y'all next week. See y'all. out of here. Be out of here. I can never find a damn intro. I always lose it. Because we got so much stuff. All right, y'all. Here we go. Peace Deuces. out. For listening to the 7200 Second Podcast with Key and Coach Dante, make sure you leave that review. Let us know what we're doing. And again, thank you for listening. <laughs>